Do you often find notifications dinging on your phone from social media throughout your day? Those are cues that your brand is getting a lot of activity on these channels and you should tap in to tune in with your audience and see what they're saying. And in this episode, we're going to discuss social listening and monitoring and the best do's and don'ts and approaches to making that happen. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome to What Makes You Click, a podcast about successful marketing approaches and tips. Every episode provides our listeners with innovative marketing trends, ideas, and strategies that drive increased revenue opportunities. Our guest experts, influencers, and business owners share their unique perspective on what makes customers click. Sit back and tune in for money-making advice from our experienced and hilarious marketing experts. So Amanda and Megan back here to talk to all of you about that social listening and monitoring and things that we see in the industry and more importantly, some do's and don'ts that you need to be thinking about, right, Megan? Yeah. About social monitoring and listening. So let's just talk real quickly about social listening. So what is social listening? It's our way of getting out there and just listening to what our customers or even our potential customers are saying. You can track it through messages directly to you, uh, any mentions that happen on your pages, comments, reviews, just overall conversations. You know, you often find you join a group and then people are asking for recommendations in that group and you might be being tagged in something. That's social listening. Being able to take part in and listen to what other people are saying about your business. So Megan, give me an idea as to why social listening is really that important to us. I think social listening makes you accessible to your clients because it's not often that they would be able to see you face-to-face or even get on the phone with you, but if you're able to just answer a question, not even through email, which we all know can um, be uh, take a while, but it's like just even a direct message on a social media channel can really help them. It's like, you know, gain um, a sense that you care about um, what they need as a customer. Absolutely. And you know, one of the things that we had talked about in another episode that really resonates with people is that they really want to feel like they understand the human behind the brand. Mm -hmm. You know, you are the corporate brand, but there are individuals that work day in and day out to make it successful. And they like to get to know those people because they feel more comfortable with wanting to do business with you. So, you know, by listening to people and by responding to them, you you give them that sense of warmth that, okay, you do care about me and you really do want to answer my question. And, you know, social listening, as we know, is a great opportunity for people to uh, engage with their audience. And especially, you know, you and I talk about this all the time is is just how do you get people to interact with your brand, Um, and especially with the businesses that come to us. And, you know, a lot of times, you know, it ensures that, you know, you're paying also attention to what your competition is saying about you, if anything, Um, because you know that they're probably watching everything that you're doing. And, you know, it's important to make sure that you're watching. 
And it's also good to get feedback from customers um, because sometimes they'll have suggestions for your brand, products, or services that you hadn't even considered before. Or they'll um, they'll say it's like, hey, it's like you know, could we perhaps it's like alter it, um, alter it in some way that would make it easier for people. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we often find that people who receive negative or negativity um, on social media tend to want to just skip over those posts. And we find that that's not always the right answer. And, and we educate our clients on that because it almost makes it look like you don't care. You only want to celebrate the positive things that happen with your brand. You don't want to address the negative. And sometimes it's a good opportunity for you to see what's going on and what others are saying because you don't know if someone else has that experience and it's a good opportunity to change or tweak what might be happening. Um, you know, and it, one of the things that I remember um, way, way back when I first started the company, I was working with this company and um, I think I remember telling you about this story, Megan, where the person had, you know, gone onto social media after a negative review yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and blasted the person saying how wrong and inconsiderate they were and you know but they wanted to discuss it further and then left their personal cell phone number oh i know and what what you don't think about in that instance is that now that number is out there for people and anybody Mm -hmm. can find it anybody can call you you know if you always have a bad experience or a good experience you know that you can go to a website and find someone's phone number or you can just google them and find it uh, they should always be redirected right back to the business. But yeah, sometimes when you, we talked about you push pu- uh, you push that uh, send button, it's out there forever. Mm-hmm. It's very hard to take it back. Um, so and in, in a lot of times also with social listening, you find opportunities to collaborate with other companies. You know, for for Pearl, we found a lot of opportunities to you know, join forces with different organizations to help promote events, mm-hmm. help, you know, get the word out there and to create some sort of uh, buzz about it. Um, so, you know, Megan, I'm, I'm curious what your thoughts are on, you know, reviews and you find yourself when you go places, always checking reviews before, yeah. like you go out to dinner if you're not familiar with an area or something. Mm-hmm. I will say, though, if I see, like, perhaps a three-star review um, and a person gives not even a rude um, assessment, but just rather frank and explains, it's, like, what they uh, were dissatisfied with, and then I see the brand or the company respond to it, that usually kind of softens the blow of the review. Exactly. And then and that's the point that we're trying to make here is that it is important to address it. You may... You may be on the inside not wanting to address it or a little upset with what was said, but being professional and polite about it and, and, you know, Mm -hmm. just keeping it very generic. You know, a lot of times when we've had this happen, you know, we've always said to customers, uh, uh, you know, make sure you just say, we apologize um, for, you know, the, the treatment you had or what happened. We'd like to understand more and you know, figure out how that happened, please give us a call. 
mm-hmm. they give their business number. And that's the best way that you can yeah. sometimes address a negative review. You don't want to be like, that's not true. I never said it's that. It's about taking control. Of exactly. Exactly. Because you know, in that instance, someone is elevated in terms of their emotions. And you're kind of saying, okay, I'm addressing them and I'm going to bring you back down so we mm-hmm. can have a conversation about it. Yeah. And that's really important because you don't want to get into a, a banter online because then everyone's just sitting there watching comments yeah. being made and kind of going, what is going to happen next? It becomes a soap opera. I know. It does become a soap opera. One in which you don't want to be in the forefront of your business having that happen. So, you know, a lot of times, best places, where do you see reviews getting put? Um, I'll usually see reviews um, if it's like a major retail um, outlet, then it's like there'll usually be reviews there uh, for products on the product pages. I see it in websites a lot. I see it on Facebook and Instagram a lot. So you can really find them everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I often look at Google. Yep. You know, we know places like Yelp. Yeah, mm-hmm. exists out there. A lot of people go out and put Yelp reviews. But also, um, a lot of times people don't think about this, but there's industry-specific websites. Like if you're in the wedding event industry, you have The Knot, which mm-hmm. is a place where people go um, put you know, reviews. And oh, then, I've heard about that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, contractors or people that, you know, are more um, professionals in that sense, you might find like Angie's List or... You know, other places. So there are specific, you know, websites out there that will post reviews. Health Grades, I think, is another one for any doctors or uh, medical offices where you sometimes see different reviews put out there. Mm-hmm. So it's good to just make sure you understand where are the places that people could be writing about you. And that's what the social listening really does. And a lot of times what you'll find is you can connect. Uh, a lot of your social media channels within a CRM. Mm-hmm. And then you can set up different feeds that track and could see which company tagged you and, and what was the post written about. And you can easily make comments right within one place instead of logging into Google, logging into Facebook, yeah. logging into Yelp, logging into this place. A lot of stuff can get buried that Exactly, way. exactly. So it's really important. Um, now, you know, one of the things that we do a lot here, especially at Pearl Marketing, is you know listening but actively reviewing this stuff on a daily basis. Now you might not have the time per se to always review it on a you know a daily basis, but you should get in the habit of checking it. You know what would yeah. you say? Multiple times a week, at least once or twice a week. Yeah, we kind of we kind of persuade our clients to keep that personal connection with their customers. And instead of having us do all other responding, we kind of ask them to collaborate with us and kind of take on that responsibility. Like we'll provide the content, but you kind of need to provide the personal side of the business online. Absolutely. So let me tell you a story about another one of our clients that uh, Megan and I just happened to uh, deal with. So they had uh, a, a review that got posted to their social media channel, and it was very negative. And the first thing that we did was double check to make sure is this person who's posting are they a minor Mm -hmm. you have to be very conscious of you know who this individual is you know we often see um, disgruntled employees even going out and that's why it's very important to make sure that you are listening and are paying attention to what it uh, what's being said Um, one of the things that Mm -hmm. you know 
we often see is, yeah, you know, profanity or offensive language. Um, you have to be the bigger person. Yeah, scenario. always take the high road and be mm-hmm. the bigger person um, with that. And then, you know, always try to, you know, find a way to make it up to the consumer, solve the problem, or just ask them to connect with you so that you can, you know, discuss it more Mm one-on-one and, you know, further figure out what happened. Um, But yeah. You don't want that negativity becoming a public spectacle. No, because then people will see that and, you know. It brings down business. It does bring down business. And especially if you've got people traveling to a high touristy area and they see all these negative reviews and you respond and they're they might say i don't know if i want to go to that store or do business with this person because we don't like the way they're presenting themselves online uh so you know a lot of times you know when we look at social monitoring um it's where megan was saying you know once or twice a week you're kind of actively just monitoring what's happening um, because you know, a lot of times you're proactive when you put content out on social media, but if someone leaves you a comment, both positive and negative, we don't mm-hmm. want to assume that all the social listening is just for negative things. Yeah. It's good to respond to the positive things because mm-hmm. that means that you're appreciating that person taking the extra minute or two to write something nice about your business. I like seeing that from brands online. I do too. But here's the thing. One thing that we all don't do as business owners is actually ask for reviews. Mm -hmm. You know, people don't always think, oh, I should go out there and leave a review. No, you know, you have to be asking them to do that. A lot of places even offer incentives for Mm -hmm. reviews. They may say, okay, you leave us a a positive review and we'll enter you in for a $50 gift card somewhere. And it's kind of an incentive. Uh, A lot of times we don't think about it, but if you know that there's something that we could be rewarded with, you know, the tends to We're more inclined to do it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I often find that. Do you, do you ever do that? Do you ever find reviews and then say, oh, I might get $10 from this? I'll take that review. I don't know. You don't know? I don't think. I, I'm, I'm trying to think about the last time I left a review on something. And I know. And it's coming to mind. But it, that's crazy. And that's what happens with a lot of these brands. We just, as consumers, don't think about it. Unless we are asked to do it. So what I try to do is to get into a habit of having some sort of follow-up question that goes out to the... Or an email that goes out to someone with a question that said, did you have a great experience? Leave us a Google review. And, you know, what you've done, Megan, is a great job is, you know, put that link in there that goes directly to our Google profile. Mm-hmm. And crazy as it sounds, although it's not going to be the biggest driver for your search engine optimization, but it is going to be something because people who are responding and commenting on that, Google starts saying, oh, this might be a legitimate person that we should yeah. be popping up in search rankings because they're getting more and more reviews. And it's, it's very important in that sense. So, you know, in essence, really social listening and monitoring is very key. And if you have questions, you know, as you're listening to this podcast saying, well, I know it's important, but not really sure where these platforms are I should be on, you know, definitely engage with myself, with Megan, with our team. We're here at consulting at promarketing.com, or you can visit our website at promarketing.com. Uh, fill out a form. We'd be happy to discuss this with you. So what we plan to do in the next episode, you want to drum roll? 
What is our last episode on? Social shopping. Ooh, so creating the opportunity for people to actually shop and buy from social media. So tune in to the next episode. We're going to kick off with Megan leading the discussion in social shopping. We'll see you in the next episode. You have reached the end of another episode of What Makes You Click. Check us out at promarketing.com forward slash what makes you click. Don't forget to sign up for our newsletter to receive our free resources and materials. See you in the next episode.